This week on The Uncommon Truth, we're kicking off 2021 with a new season of the show and a preview of what you can expect for the year to come. Why is it called The Uncommon Truth? What's so uncommon about it? And why do you need to keep coming back for more in 2021? All that and more this week on The Uncommon Truth. Here's a sneak peek. The things we talk about, the truths we reiterate, things I preach on a Sunday morning, I must go back and listen to them. I yeah. must be feeding myself these tr- uncommon truths. And, and I and live in the same world everyone else does that gets watered down by the most confusing quotes and the most confusing positions, standards, stances. Uh, Christianity. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. it's so much rhetoric. Yeah. So much the world is attacking, the church is attacking itself, the Christians are eating their wounded and, you know, cannibalizing their people, destroying, criticizing. I mean, it's, it's, it's brutal. And the only thing that'll even keep me, and I, I'm 100% committed, and I know that I need to feast at and eat at the, the table of truth. We're called Christians. Shouldn't we actually know what he says? The Bible says, study, show yourself approved. So I think people who are investigating what Jesus is about um, before they're Christians, I think this is a great place to start. I think people who've been Christians, who just like the world, the world is, is just crazy. And everybody knows that this last year, even going into 2021, we're just, it's just like, are you kidding? So it's like Jesus is a rock of my salvation. He's a foundation. He's where I build my house. When the, and the rain comes and the storms come in our life, which I promise you, every person's going to have tragedy in their life. And what are you going to hold on to? It's, I'm going to hold on to Jesus and the words of Jesus. You're listening to The Uncommon Truth, a podcast produced by the Father's House Church of Oroville, where we discuss Christianity the way Jesus meant it to be. The Uncommon Truth is available anywhere podcasts can be found, so make sure you subscribe, leave a rating or a review, and let us know what you think so that more people can get involved with the conversation about Christianity the way Jesus meant it to be. Here we go. Welcome to The Uncommon Truth, season two, season three. I haven't decided what we're calling it, but (laughs) we're in a new season, a new year. Happy 2021, everybody. Oh yeah, happy new year. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, yeah, hallelujah to the new year. Right? All right. Well, it's uh it's, it's a It's been a year of... since we've been together, it seems like. No, we it's haven't been, been a year. together since last year. Yes. Yeah, been... that's right. It does feel like it's been a long time. <laughs> it, it has been a long time. We we did a lot around here. If you're listening back at the end of the last year, we were full in the middle of what we called Lights of Hope, Amazing. which was is this huge um, Christmas, it was a Christmas village with a, with a giant, really exhilarating, slightly terrifying slide. That was awesome. 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 Really cool. Awesome. You have to make it a little bit edgy for people to really enjoy it, right? You really, enjoy, you, you two really enjoyed being at the Home Depot oh. Hills. Both of you, Yeah, it was called you? the Home Depot Hill. Yeah, you guys, it was yeah. amazing. You guys sat there a long, you, you worked and he it sat there. It was man-made. I put a chair at the bottom just to watch <laughs> yeah. people freaking out at first. But. So good. Well, you, I think it was an evangelical tool because they'd be scared to death and they'd end up at Steve's feet, <laughs> yeah. just right looking at his feet, at looking up and 
Jesus. And usher them into the kingdom. That's and right. Next. And, All right. You know, the last week and or 10 days, there was just so few people that were bothered by it. It was just must have slowed down or it just became common. And we, so we definitely few people, figured, it, yeah. figured it out. We had to add a slow lane a few days in because yeah. it was so meant fast. for kids. But how many kids adults? were crying at the bottom? <laughs> kind of made us go, maybe we should do something about these crying children. It wasn't their necessarily parents, they were getting hurt. They were just getting so scared. Scared. Yeah. And their so parents fast. weren't having a good time with their kids crying. So let's change it. We we added a slow lane, and it was man. The last few days there was a lineup. It was an eighty foot long slide, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there was a lineup <clears throat> the entire length. That's amazing. So, and down the bottom. That was you amazing. Know, if you didn't see it, man, it was. Yeah. Wish you could have been here. That we had sixteen thousand people come from all over the state of North State, and yeah. and it was just felt like Christmas every night there. Just was shy of seventeen thousand. Yeah. Imagine cool. we'll do it again. And uh, now we were just discussing the physics of ice rinks ice and rinks. ice skates before. Yep. yep. Whether what we didn't know what the bottom of an ice skate looked like uh, and how. Oh, to, well, we did. <laughs> you Steve didn't. knew. <laughs> apparently, yeah. The, the baseball, the baseball player knew, but the hockey player didn't. <laughs> oh man! If people who know me in Canada know I'm no hockey player, I'm the guy who can't stop and or or I act like I can't stop so I can get away with hitting people. Yost is from a land not down under but up over, and he didn't know either. That was Netherlands. Netherlands. He's Netherlands. Sort of yeah. Under. yeah. Yeah. Yep. So uh, we actually our our ice rink that we had Excited. ordered it got stuck in customs. It got stuck in it's a here. storm. It's now here. It's up. That's yeah. right. And I think I'm gonna go try it out and get some footage of it tonight. Your eyes are gleaming. Kids. Look That'd at your cool. Lucas face. My, be cool. my kids got ice skates. My girls, my two oldest girls got Aww. ice skates for Christmas. Oh, that's so. awesome. It's and gorgeous. I got mine. It, and we were talking yeah. about sharpening them because mine are the consistency of butter knives right now, I think. <laughs> yeah, they've got chips taken out of them. I, we, tried, <laughs> we tried some rink in Colorado that was really low maintenance or low rent, and it uh, made the skates pretty pretty dull so Aww. we'll see if i can stay on my feet if it even looks like i know how to get skate. a video we'll we'll, um, we'll tag you on it and, yep. and come in truth you'll yeah next fall what i remember about any ice skating i've ever tried you know which was very limited is how bad it felt when you landed <laughs> if you slipped it, it hurt do you think it'll make a difference with with uh, synthetic ice no that's really hard surface on concrete so <laughs> okay. it's unlikely to have any give whatsoever cool yeah. Waver. Yeah, the sudden stop is still going to hurt. <laughs> we took a trip to Colorado and we were so excited. In, in COVID times, you have to pre like book everything, right? So we went to this new hotel and it had like this winter wonderland oh, and a, a little bit of like uh, the Lights of Hope, but actually Lights of Hope was better? Felt, like bigger and better. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, and this was a really big, huge hotel, but they had this thing. They signed up. They didn't have pictures of it. It was called the, uh, the Snow Merry-Go-Round and and it's perfect for kids. So we we got tickets for my my kids and my niece and nephew and all these all these kids. And then we get there, and all it is is like a little <laughs> tea bar. It's like a bar on a uh, on a motor, and it goes around in a circle and pulls you around you on ice duped. at about two you miles chunk. an hour. And <laughs> how much did you pay? It was like six bucks a ride. <laughs> so and what did, what did May West it say? So, or W C Fields? Was it W C Fields or May West? <laughs> What, a sucker born every minute? Yeah, there's or? one born every yeah, minute. that was Barnum. <laughs> yeah. So P.T. No. Barnum. It was a circus. It yeah. was like my my youngest, Elowen's like 16 months, and she was like, when's this thing going to be she, over? She was bored. <laughs> like, yeah. She was standing up in the tube trying to get out. Oh, good girl. Uh, you just lost $18. Yeah. Oh, so well, anyway, we're, we're happy to be here New yeah, Year. Yeah, I'm excited. 2020 well, and, uh, and now we're 
<laughs> we're ready for whatever 2021. Yeah. Did you was that you, Vicky, who posted the uh, picture of the wave of 2020? Was yeah. that you or somebody else? So there's a picture of a wave. 2020 is a wave, and then in distance, there's 2021 <laughs> with just this giant tidal wave coming behind it. <laughs> no, mine. Mine was. Mine was. Uh, um, there was a, wa- a guy jumping in the pool, and it was said 2020, and he was in a bathing suit, and there's a German Shepherd <laughs> that said 2021. That just happened to was going to bite him right, oh, right in the leg. Him. Yeah, that was 2021. So we'll see. It hasn't started so good, but we'll, I mean, for the, for well, America, we'll see. It didn't, it didn't get us last year. It's not going to get us this That's year. That's right. Jesus is still real. We're and ready for it. Whatever we'll God keep, has. We'll keep producing the uncommon Amen. and sending it to you unless Jesus tells us to stop. Amen. Right? Let's go. So we're doing a little bit of a relaunch. I haven't decided if it's, if it's season two or season three, because, um, about i guess how long has it been the just the three of us it's since covid started in march i believe yeah so it's it? been nine months of just steve and vicky and yeah. myself on the uncommon truth and i kind of think that's season two and so maybe this is season three but regardless we're gonna we're gonna be diving into a little bit of wh- why do we have a podcast why yeah, why good. are we called the uncommon truth mm-hmm. um what are, what are we talking about why you should listen who should listen um, and who's actually talking to you, Steve and Vicky Orsillo, the pastor of the Father's House Church, and myself, Max, I'm an intern in the School of Transformation here at the Father's House, so we'll get into a little bit of that. Um, so when we first started, you, you remember when we first started, Steve, what, what we were, why were we called the uncommon truth? Oh, we were talking about the words of Jesus that are plain, that he says that if you listen to them and follow them, your life is on a rock. He says his words will judge you. He says they will never pass away. And those, those truths of Jesus' comments, his parables, stories, teachings, um, his, I would call them things that are obvious, like uh, don't even the heathens do this? I mean, yeah. why do you do this if you want to be called the children of God? Good. Um, him t- saying that you must have a father who's in heaven, and when you pray, you must call him father, our father who are in heaven. And so there's this, un- and in today, the, the following of those things as a whole, as the main focus of a Christian life, a Christian teaching, a Christianity that works, is very uncommon. Mm. And so since he called himself the truth, I am the truth. Yeah. Um, and everyone will recognize that I am the way, the truth, the life. Mm-hmm. Still, he called himself the truth. That's right. Um, With a capital T. Yeah. yeah. So he embodies truth. And so since his words being taught in a whole, since his example being taught in a whole has become uncommon, well, that's an easy, easy description, uncommon truth. Jesus so is the, the uncommon truth. So what we start doing and what we've done the whole time is just talked about Jesus. Mm. We maybe added some common current events and things and the way of life and things that happen in the Western world and how you, how you get over your discouragement or how you know truth from lies. And we've done a lot of those kinds of subjects. But the, tru- but the bottom line is uncommon truth is the fact that Jesus is teaching the life and times of Jesus Christ is now uncommon it's to really be heard good. about in the Christian church. Yeah, even within Christianity. Yeah, right? it's yeah. true. Mostly yeah. within Christianity. You wouldn't expect it outside. Yeah. Insides where you expect to come and huddle and let's let's Read figure the out what Jesus. the master says. Mm-hmm. And instead we talk about everything but what the master says in many cases. It's good. Yeah. I remember um, before when we were thrown around the idea of a podcast 
and we had a meeting we call it a team meeting where all the uh, interns and staff of the father's house we get together once a week and just kind of hang out and, and talk shop and and you always bring about 15 20 minutes of a, a question to to reflect on and uh, well while we're in the midst of thinking what should this podcast be called <clears throat> you asked uh you asked a question are you uncommon hmm. and do you remember, remember that? that yeah i do and it was like you know if you were following jesus if you if you tried your best to just be who jesus was and and act like he is would you stand out in a crowd yeah and the answer is well hopefully hope so right and, light of the world um that was one of the reasons why my wife sheree and i came down here is because we we came down here for a wedding and we noticed something different and wow that's not common like, yeah it's good. not you're looking looking for a new church or looking for a, a different bible study to be into or something like that and and everything seems the same and then we come here and it's like wow that's really that's really uncommon yeah and and so somebody uh somebody nudged me i think it was ildico uh, and she said, what about the uncommon truth? So good. And uh, It says and it all, doesn't it? Right. I think the, I think the name is, is, as I'm listening to you, Steve, and then now you, I think it's very, very, very prophetic and very soft. It's very descriptive in what we want to convey. And I think what Jesus wants to convey, I think bringing Jesus back as a center of, you know, that he is, the, like you said, the capital truth, T, capital T truth. There is no other way. There's no other way to get to heaven. There's no other way to live. And the confu- mm. it's it seems to, to Steve and I, as being saved, um, in a, you know, for over forty years, each one of us, is that we when we first start out in Christianity, it wasn't uncommon. It was Jesus was everything, you know. Mm. Every church you went to was pretty much the gospel message. Would you agree with that? And you know, he's shaking his head. And now it's like people think that we're just so uncommon, so weird, because we just think we should read the words of Jesus and act upon him. Shouldn't yeah. we just read the words of Jesus in context and not cherry pick them, like I've said before? And it's like people think that we're, we're just weird. And it's just following the are. recipe, right? Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah. I didn't change, but I guess everybody else did. So yeah, I'm we're still dino- we're dinosaurs. Thing. Yeah, we seem to be. We, were, we got saved on the rock of Jesus and we read them. Thank you. But we, somebody did call us elderly. That's kind of oh, weird yeah. when people call yeah. you elderly. Yeah, she won't ever forget that. <laughs> no, either. he's that in trouble. That person is marked for life. For and life. Never, Never going elderly. To that's such a horrible word. I still have brown hair. I think so Luke do you. over there, he's made that mistake once oh, or yeah. twice where he called you something and he never, he has never been given. <laughs> Luke's a break. You are elderly. Uncommon well, yeah, Steve is elderly. You call him elderly all the time. Steve yeah. is elderly. Well, he is. Call me elderly. Every time our every time our episode count rises, you say that's Steve's age and it's only one more week past. Calls me an old man. <laughs> Ninety-seven. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, praise the Lord. Yeah. So um, that's a little bit of what we are all about uncommon and truth and a couple of things that you actually hit on the points that i was i was thinking myself jesus calls himself the way the truth and the life Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and we should probably pay attention to that right i mean if we're gonna pay attention to something it might as well be that i am the way the truth cornerstone teaching and that's a cornerstone belief how you operate your life is he your truth is he your way is he the way you live so good yeah and he you know is he the is he the life you live is what's your life about him what way do you walk in his Him. way? It's true. And what do you believe? His truth. Yeah. Said in John, my words will judge you. Wow. You probably should read them. I should know them. Yeah. And, uh, and <coughs> it has been become uncommon because really even, even when people come here, we get people that come here from all over the Christian world 
And it's like, well, I knew I knew about some of these things, but I I didn't know to really put the focus on them in my life, right? Yeah. And um, so that brings me to my next my next question is, who should be listening to the Uncommon Truth? Like, why we just put out a podcast out there for like just to be out in the air? Oh uh, yeah. Like, who's gonna get something out of the Uncommon Truth? My for me, um, I will use me as the uh, bar. I, I know that the things we talk about, the truths we reiterate, the things I preach on a Sunday morning, <laughs> I must go back and listen to them. I yeah. must be feeding myself these tr- uncommon truths. And, and I live in the same world everyone else does that gets watered down by the most confusing quotes and the most confusing positions, standards, stances, Christ- uh, Christianity. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. it's so much rhetoric, yeah. so much. The world is attacking. The church is attacking itself. The Christians are eating their wounded and, you know, cannibalizing their people, destroying, criticizing. I mean, it's 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 brutal. And the only thing that will even keep me and I, I'm 100 percent committed and I know that I need to feast at and eat at the, the table of truth. Mm-hmm. And so if we fact-checked ourselves and we continually look at ourselves, for are we quoting correctly in context? Are we correctly quoting what he said? Is this likely to be what he truly said? And we keep going after that, keep scrutinizing it, keep microscoping it. Then we will be feeding on some stuff that will keep us healthy and right. keep us strong. Our immune system will be strong mm. against the onslaught. It's it's shocking to me how many times I hear this phrase from other Christians. Did he really say that? Mm. That's and every familiar. and every time I hear that, I say, Well, that's what Satan said to Eve. Yeah. Wow. That's instead of did he really say that? Why don't we go with that kind of a tone? We should just say, wow. And we should already know he said it or not. Now let's go back and put it back in life. How does it work in the overall plan that he had? Not, I come up with a bumper sticker quote and have applied it in my own way to use in my own way, regardless of everything else it says. The other day I saw a, a posting of, it said this very clearly. It said, women are not responsible for what men think. And it's kind of like the statement, have you stopped beating your wife yet? No it's way. like, no, yeah, no, wait, I, I was never beating my wife. How do yeah. I answer it with no, I've never. Yeah. I didn't need to stop. I never started. And it's like, women are not responsible for what men think. Okay, no, we don't want to hold them responsible and beat them with a cane or, or make the shame them. Or, but wait a minute. What about stumble blocks? What about brother, what about tempting? Yeah. What yeah. about those? So so it's a yes, they are, but then you're just an evil beast to say that. So no, they're not. But then you're ignoring a very strong principle in the teachings of Jesus about stumbling people, yeah. and and being responsible. Or people. I am my brother's keeper. Kind of I am. I am my brother's. I am to look out for my brother's you know heart. And if I don't, I don't want to cause my brother to sin any more than I want my hand to cause me to sin or my eye to cause me a sin. And so we don't want that. And so people just state things and they create this confusion. And you should have seen the fight over that one. 
Christians, both sides being Christians, was a banana boats fight, just all out name was calling. It like on Facebook or something. Yeah, yeah it was some guy that yeah. just posted it and then ran. He didn't jump yeah. into. The, he didn't yeah. enter into the conversation. He just let people <laughs> duke like it out, those. right? Yeah, just drop a grenade. And oh yeah, and it was a grenade. I mean, they were calling Horrible. each other. They were accusing each other of uh, promoting rape culture and everything else. And I was like, whoa. Well, that's why th- this podcast is such a unique <clears throat> medium because nowadays we settle for uh, what, like, a one sentence post on Instagram, correct? A bumper sticker, right. a hundred and forty character tweet, correct? And that's we get our theology, our worldview, all on that. And really, like, if you if you can take some of these subjects we're talking about, and we we actually, I mean, we could keep going longer than forty forty five minutes. But it's it's a long form, and it's something that you can listen to. You can get this uncommon truth while you're Try while it. you're doing whatever yeah. it el- else you're doing in life, right? You don't have to. You're getting this kind of poured into you, this wisdom that I get to sit with every every week with Steve and Vicky, and it's like having coffee with you guys. I'm I'm the one with the actual coffee cup. Yeah, here. you didn't make me any coffee this no, week. It's kind of sad. Yours is over there. I'm yeah, sorry. Mine's, mine's but every, everybody else gets to sit down, and it's like they're having coffee with you guys. And having an actual conversation about deep things and not just in a f- frivolous way where it's like people lobbing, lobbing catchphrases at yeah. each other. We're actually we're digging for right. truth. And I, I think it's pretty cool. And it, and it really is necessary. It's, it's super necessary. To know and, what you believe. And the, the, Nobody says. Sorry, but the one-sided delivery is only only way you're ever going to help people understand the truth because all of a sudden everything turns into an argument so fast. You mean just you speaking like one like Yeah, us, we're delivering yeah. in an Uncommon yeah, yeah, Truth podcast because, you know, we, we allow questions but and we answer them, but just there's the, whenever there's any kind of ability for people to fight now, they just, they just yeah. absolutely argue and you never get to a point. You just have both sides quoting bumper stickers that don't have any context in them and don't actually fit the overall all communication of Jesus oh from boy. from Hatred. his coming out at the Cana wedding to his death on the cross and resurrection, his delivery of the Great Commission as he ascended into heaven in Matthew. Yeah. And you know, so there's a there's a very nice window there to to hear what he says, put it all up, and start to try to understand it. It might take you a lifetime. Yeah, it will and take so you this lifetime. kind of a discussion is really important. And it's it's a good thing to do while you're. I mean, th- we're not going to replace going to church. We're no, not replacing no, reading no, your no. Bible. No, nothing like please that. don't. But it's a great thing to to Supplements. have, like, listen to this conversation as you're investigating the words of Jesus. So, I mean, for people who who are like, oh, I, I mean, I've heard of Jesus, but I've never really that they would get a lot out of listening to this podcast. But also, people who've been Christians their yeah, whole lives, that. right? You yeah, know, I agree like, with that. I think I think that's a that's great because it's all we're saying, all we're really saying in the common truth is that we're new we're new covenant Christians and we should read the words of Jesus and how to live. And we're saying read the if you just do one thing this year is just read Matthew, Mark, Luke and John in context and turn off all the other noise that's not saying Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. It really is a foundation. It gives you a foundation uh, and takes away the blinders and the confusion of what Steve is talking about where someone just says something and you're stunned, you don't know how to answer, respond, because there's so many different conflicting messages in, in Christianity. So if you're a Christian for 40 years or 60 years, like, you know, Steve, um, you know, because he's elderly. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. Um, or a brand new Christian, it. it's like, building your foundation on the rock of Jesus Christ. 
we're called Christians. Shouldn't we actually know what he says? The Bible says, study, show yourself approved. So I think people who are investigating what Jesus is about um, before they're Christians, I think this is a great place to start. I think people who've been Christians, who just like the world, the world is, is just crazy. And everybody knows that this last year, even going in 2021, we're just, it's just like, are you kidding? So it's like Jesus is a rock of my salvation. He's a foundation. He's where I build my house. When the, and the rain comes and the storms come in our life, which I promise you every person's going to have tragedy in their life. And what are you going to hold on to? It's I'm going to hold on to Jesus and the words of Jesus because mm. they will judge me yeah. and they will help me and they will love me. So if I could ask every person, it was just starting in January, that you would just read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John and then go back and read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John and, and just for a while, just read the words of Jesus. Yep. They, they will, they will um, the clouds of confusion will start to dissipate. I know I did that. Um, and I'm, I'm t- we'll tell a little bit of our stories and who we are in a little bit, but... When I first, uh, after I first came to my first sermon at the Father's house, um, Steve said that in his sermon, just read Matthew, Mark, yeah. Luke, and John and see if I'm telling the truth. And so I, I went back to Manitoba, Canada, where I'd been living. I'm American, but my wife's Canadian. And, um, and I, was, I just spent a few months just reading through the Gospels. And, uh, and when I started, I was like, oh, man, this, I already know, I know this, this stuff. Uh-huh. I've, I've read this stuff so many times. What I realized is actually... I only read it one or two times, and then I, I would go to something else. Yeah. You know, oh, I'm, I'm going to study, you know, something new and exciting that I haven't really, right? I'm going to study Daniel yeah. or, like, try to make sense out of that or, yeah. <laughs> you know, without going first to what did Jesus say. And so I was actually surprised, like, wow, that's in there. <laughs> Surprising. I didn't know that was in there. I know. And, uh, and I, I mean, I ran a, a Christian summer camp sure. where I actually I shared the gospel with kids. That was my job. That's right. And I was surprised by things that were in just in the not even a study Bible, just in the words, the words of, of Jesus. Right? And, and the thing is, like, um, if you've listened at all to the Father's House or the I'm sorry, the Common Truth, you know, Steve has been my pastor for a long time, and every every Sunday that he speaks, I'm I don't know about you, Max, but I think Steve is too. I'm shocked at what Jesus says. Yeah, that's why I'm, he goes back and listens to it, right? I am shocked that Jesus actually <laughs> yeah. says that. And he, he's not a shrinking violet. He says some really controversial things. He says some, you know, it, it's like, I, I don't think I knew that was there. And yeah. when you read it in context and you see it, you see it line upon line, precept upon precept, it just is so cleansing of your confusion for me. Yeah, that's a good I, way to put it. And then it's, you know, then like Steve, Steve, like Steve spoke the other day, it's like, I've never heard that. It's like, I've never heard that. I've never seen it. And it just, it just, it just makes, it just sharpens my faith in yeah. more of Jesus, more of Jesus. Would you agree with that? I you keep reading, that. keep reading. The other day you said, I, I didn't even know that was there. You, you, I can't remember what it was, but you're no, like, I just didn't really get it ever point. I mean, yeah. I knew he, I think it was the gall, right? Yeah. Yeah. I knew that they, Tried to give him gall, and I just never even, I never made a point of it. It never came out as an important thing. And mm-hmm. it was probably the best sermon I remember ever speaking. I don't know. Last week's was pretty good, too. Yeah. About the world systems. The good, good thing is I've linked all of your sermons on oh, wow. uh, the, the Father's House YouTube channel. Is yeah. If you're listening on podcast form, you can go just uh, scroll up in your phone. It's mm-hmm. underneath. There's a bunch of links. There's a link to my email. You can... Ask Steve and Vicky questions, and we do question and answers. 
you can tell us what you think of the show. You can uh, get all the other, all the other, like we have sponsors. Of the and they could join us at School of Transformation. School of Transformation. Uh, from wherever um, you are. Right? Yeah. And so, but you, you can also just look back mm-hmm. at these sermons. But one thing that I wanted to make clear when we started The Uncommon Truth is this isn't just a church podcast, no. right? It's not just for people who are members of the no. the Father's House no, Church. No. No. And, and we're, if you haven't listened before, that you're you're new. We're in Orville, California, yeah. Northern California, but beautiful. We've got listeners all over the world. Yeah, it's more for people not at the Father's House, right? Yeah. they hear me every Sunday. Yeah. yeah. And this is this is stuff that when I when I started, I said, you know, I think there's there's a lot of people around the world that could benefit from this. And, and it's not like we're just recycling your sermons and putting them in podcast no, no. form. No, no, no. This is actually what, what you're getting here is, is kind of unfiltered Steve and Vicky, which is, is pretty good. Always a treat. It's <laughs> always a treat, right? <laughs> I never know. Um, and me. the reason that's important, I think, is because, um, and we had, I had a listener actually send me a question about this. We'll get to it deeper uh, later. But she asked, like, how can you actually know who to trust in Christianity? That's a good question. And um, she says, I know, I know the answer is you follow men of good fruit, mm-hmm. um, but how, how do you know? That's right. And I said, well, you kind of, like, it's hard to get to know people, um, but I, I think you just trust people the proportion yeah. to which you know them. So if you've never met somebody, right. then you can listen to something they say and, and weigh it, but you're going to take it with a lot of grain of salt. But if, you're, if you get to hang out at their house, know their kids, mm-hmm. um, see how they treat their dog, right? And Ooh how they treat money, how they, how they speak when they're angry, right. when they're happy, then you can start to trust the, the advice they give you and the things they teach you a lot more. It's yeah. good. And, um, and I'm telling you, I've, I've been at your house. I've been, right. I've, you know, I've been, uh, in your living room. Have you, I, have you watched the Super Bowl in our bedroom yet? I've, I've watched the Super Bowl, not in your bedroom. I don't think. Anyway, no. <laughs> I have used your, so, I have used the ensuite bathroom. He's oh frustrated. So, so this lady <laughs> figuring yes. out who she can trust, you know, on a long distance relationship like us you, to honey. her, you would, you would, you know, all you can really do is long-term listening, judge in our marriage and in our words, and then, then fact check us when yep. we're talking about Jesus and how his roles played out in our lives. Is it really what he said? And she so can do a little bit of that, but you got to have people in your life that yep. are doing this, that yeah. are letting the way the truth and the life operate in their world this word fruit you know men of good fruit that fruit is the least scrutinized word it means whatever you want it to mean in people's descriptions but the truth is it's a very clear clear delineated judgment fruit do they have fruit and what is that fruit joy peace patience kindness goodness love you know, down the line, I, I stopped yep. counting at six, I think, but self-control, all of these things, all this fruit of the spirit, right? Right now, the number one onslaught against human beings in the world, and it's catching Christians at an alarming rate around the world, is hate. Wow. Hate is not the fruit of the spirit. It's good. Right. The, I've never seen such hate from middle class, simple folk, working class, yeah, Christians. every day. You know, uh, high school cheerleader families and, you know, sorority. I never seen so much hate Mm. spewed out constantly as you have seen growing in the world. And so the, the festering onslaught of hate would be a great way to look at people and judge fruit. 
Are they being carried away by this hate? Or do they have the love of God in their life? Is it clear that they have peace? They trust in Jesus. Even in the storms of yeah. what's going on? In the, yeah, yeah. In, in, how, do they, how do they go through storms? Do they have the fruit of the Spirit? How do they, go, how, how do they deal with the hate against them? Do they hate in return? When someone throws rocks at them, do they throw rocks back? I think that the Christian church is susceptible to every one of those. And what the measure of a Christian is or the fruit of a man is would be the fruit of the Holy Spirit, mm. which is honestly, you know, when you do a weekly podcast, you're going to have doing weekly podcasts the day, the week your house burned down or the week your granddaughter passed away. Yeah, we or, did one when you guys were... Uh, the house, your house had been evacuated from oh, fire. Evacuation. The house that you had yeah. rebuilt after your oh, yeah, that's funny. house burned down. I yeah. believe um, yeah. I did. Fire was down the road. Or we did one with when Jordy, Ava, when, after Jordy. Oh, and, uh, it was after Jordy passed. And Evelyn. And Evelyn, yeah. I thought. After. So, you know, there will be crisis in our lives, and we will do these podcasts, and you will hear Doesn't it. Or, you will hear whether or not we have the fruit of the Spirit. Yeah. And you'll find that we are in indelibly sad but full of peace and our house is on a rock. Yeah. And there's, there's always evidence to see how do they, how do people handle all these different subjects? Yeah. And, um, like you could listen to us for a whole year, never ask, hear us ask for money once. Yeah. Uh, it's just, there's so many different subjects, you know, inappropriateness and things that people are out there hating over. And do we revile those that revile us? And uh, does the person in your life operate as a person filled with the Holy Spirit? Does, what is the fruit? And so that's really world. an important issue. Mm-hmm. What she's asking is such an important issue. And nobody's teaching what the fruit is. And I mean nobody. I mean, I am really hearing it nowhere. Uh, yeah. But the fruit of the Spirit is not being rich or poor, being strong or weak, fast or slow, pretty or ugly. It isn't any of those things. It is, do you have the Holy Spirit and is it evident in your life mm. or do you have the spirit of the world? And I think, I think uh, we're called to be the light of the world, are we not? And <clears throat> in this time, it's getting dark and I think the church has to light up like never before in, in yeah. the fruits of the spirit and the holiness that God's required us to be. We need to be in the world and not of the world. So we need to show a different message than the world is showing right now, mm-hmm. in especially in America. I imagine around the world, it's, it's, it's going to light up everywhere too. Um, so we need to be the ones with the fruit because where are they going to go to? Yeah, They're going to be scared. It's, it's getting dark, so we need to be brighter. Would you agree with that? Yes. <clears throat> yeah, and, and I think we have something... Uh, we want to. We don't just want this to be for Father's House. Not at all. People. We actually want to empower Christians everywhere. Everywhere. To grow closer to Jesus. Absolutely. And there's lots of things that that we can offer besides the uncommon sure. truth, like uh, this new School of Transformation light. Our School of Transformation uh, has been going for what 14 years mm-hmm. now yeah. in person, right. which is it's a six month to three year school and internship that I'm a part of. But the reality is there's a lot of people from around the world that would like to come to that school, but they can't get into the country. They can't get out of their country, lockdowns, all that. So uh, we're actually doing School of Transformation Light, which is the next best thing. It's for for wherever you're at. Mm -hmm. It's uh, Sunday mornings. You can be in Oroville if you're here, or you can Zoom in uh, literally. And and I'm Mm -hmm. actually on the, uh, the 
production team for that. I get to help out a little bit yeah, with cameras. Are. It's on Sunday morning only. S- yeah, Sunday mornings, and it's and it's not just a teaching series. It's actually there's small groups and there's oh that's great. There's uh, mentoring and and you actually get um, we had some people zoom into our church service and give a little like a five minute. This is what it did for me, and it amazing. was completely that was life changing. Yeah. yeah, for people who had grown up in the church, right? right. Actually, that was amazing. And so there, there's lots of resources. We just don't want to keep this light to ourselves. No, we got it. We want to share it, and uh, we're not, you know, we're not out there trying to to ask for money for all this stuff. We just want, we just want you guys to have. When is that first module starting? In about six weeks? Yeah, so it starts, I think, uh, the first or second week of March. March. So SOT we're, we're at School of Transformation 1. Yeah, that's yeah. the one that anyone can go to. Right, March. Yep, there's three modules, and they're ascending. So if you complete module one, you're... You're, you're eligible for two. Right, and and if you complete two, you're eligible for three. And, and one and, only comes up once a year, right? Uh, every six months. Oh, okay. one comes up twice yep. a year. Okay, so yep. you have you want to get in on this one coming up yep, so that you, you can then do two and you can do three. Right. Yeah. It'll change and, your life. And all that information, it's in the link if you're listening to the podcast, if you're on radio, it's yeah. uh, transformationschool.org, and all that information is there. If you want more information, you can uh, you can email me. My email is down there. It's... Uh, it's the uncommon truth podcast at gmail.com. And, uh, and I can get you hooked up with that. I'm a school, I'm a intern in the school of transformation myself. And, and this podcast is part of that learning how to serve Jesus. So, and I think, you know, for the last graduation of school of transformation, it was so amazing for all you that are listening around the world. We had graduates from England and Iceland and, um, and, I think it was Prince Edward Island. Yeah, and um, around the country, so it doesn't matter where you're from, you could still be part of School of Transformation Light. And yep. I would really suggest you that you check it out because I, what I have actually done it, and, and um, I just it was kind of funny a, a few months ago. I just decided to go network with the people who are doing it on Sunday morning, the first Sunday morning, and I and I heard the first teaching from one of our teachers, and I went. I need this. This is amazing. Yep. I don't. I don't have everything that they they are giving. So mm. really pray about that. It's really an, an exceptional school. And we we've got teachers with master's degrees master's. from Cambridge. Yep. We've got uh, teachers from Wales. We've got teachers from right here in Orville. Sure. Arizona State University master's uh, School of Hard Knocks. Masters of Higher Education. Aren't you the school of Hard Knocks? Yeah, we got knuckleheads like me. <laughs> <laughs> learn learn from pounding nails and meditating while I pounded nails, so my fingers are greatly That's mangled. Right. But I went to so, Spokane Falls uh, Community College. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you got graphic design or photography. photography. I got a diploma from Oakmont High School. <laughs> All right, I did. We graduated. I graduated. <laughs> well, that's actually a good segue because uh, if people are listening to this relaunch, season three, so glad you're start, here. Um, they want to know a little bit about you guys. So, yeah. what? I mean, we don't have a whole lot of time, so I give me your whole then. life story in about three I should go, minutes. I should go first then. Go ahead, baby. Yeah, Who are you guys, and how'd you get here? I am, um, I am Vicky, and I married Steve Orsillo in 1979. Uh, he is actually the one, that's my husband is the one that led me to Jesus, and I had an incredible born-again experience. I went from dark to light. At 2 o'clock in the morning on May 2nd, I found out Jesus was real. We both came from the Catholic Church um, religion. I went to Catholic grade school. It wasn't what satisfied me. I never found Je- I never found Jesus in, in that religion. I knew he was there somewhere. Um, we got saved. I got saved in um, 79 May, 
And Steve said it's better to marry than burn with passion. <laughs> you just got to throw it in every time. Okay, go ahead. Didn't you say that to me? I didn't deny it. Okay, and then so we got married July 8th. Was that a bad choice? It was a good choice. It was a great choice. It was a really good choice. Oh, my gosh, my husband. Um, And we've been married for um, going on 42 years in July. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. And we have four children, and all of our children love Jesus. All their um, spouses love Jesus. Um, They serve in the church, except for our son, who's in uh, uh, Air Force, and he likes to be called the... um, I have no idea. What does he like to be called? I don't know. Not the dictator of uh, the father's house. What's it called? Ambassador for the Father's House. Oh, my house. gosh. Yeah, yeah. Dictator. Wow. <laughs> Probably dictator. He's the foreign ambassador. See if Anthony's listening. He was, he was here for a week yeah, he's last wonderful. time he was here, and he volunteered in every single thing. Oh, he's thing amazing. And, and yeah. made little slight changes to everything. Everything, He wanted yeah. to change everything. Oh, every change, yeah, everything. He's, a, he's, a, he wasn't, he's not bossy. <laughs> the dictator <laughs> Where of the Father's House. Where would he get that house. from? No, he's not like his mother. Oh, boy. you got to slam me every, all the time, don't you? <laughs> if, you're, uh, if you want to watch on YouTube, you can see yeah. uh, every time Vicky punches Steve in the arm. Oh, my gosh. And when he rolled his eyes at me today, yeah, he rolled his eyes at Oh my when God. he said it, we said Finally, it I rolled her eyes at her. Fine. My eyes at her. After anyway, we've been married years. for forty-two years. We have a great time. Love Jesus. For um, have not backslidden in my whole life. Um, just he's always been the way, the truth, and life for me. Started the Father's house twenty-two years ago, and I just love. I love what Jesus has done through me, in me, and with me. Cool. How'd you guys get to Orville, Steve? We got married well, in a fever. Well, we were in Spokane. The Lord told us to move back to California. We moved to Sacramento where we youth pastored for some time. And I started my construction business. And I'd always always had to work to support myself and because uh, youth pastors just weren't really paid much. <laughs> yeah. And I had four kids by $18, then. $18,000 a year. So, uh, one day the Lord spoke and said, uh, <laughs> I want you in Orville. And so I, I had built a spec house here. A sp- What's a spec house? A house to sell on the market. Okay. I, a lot of people don't know. Thank you. I You're was welcome. About, I didn't know. I would have just said it. <laughs> Thank you. You're my favorite. So I built a house on, to you. speculate on the market. and uh, <laughs> hear him? Oh, whatever. <laughs> and um, <laughs> so it hadn't sold. The Gulf War started. The original Gulf War had started. And uh, the market crashed and nobody was buying anything. And I was perfectly willing to just let it sit there we weren't really hurting for money and the lord spoke to me and said i want you to move to orville so i said hey there's a house up there let's move into it so we honestly that very day we packed up and moved to orville god played a trick and, on us and we pulled into orville at one i pulled in with my u-haul and unloaded it vicky stayed in sacramento with the kids and uh i unloaded the u-haul at one in the morning and with some guys and so uh we lived in Orville. Next day, there was a full price offer on the house, and we said, "Well, Lord sent us to move here, so we're not selling." Uh-huh. And and yeah. we live in we've lived in that house for 22 years until it burned down. Well, three years ago it burned down, and then we've rebuilt another one in its place. But we still live in that same spot for 22 <laughs> yeah. years. Uh, we're creatures of habit. We've been lived in a garage for a year while we rebuilt the second one. <laughs> that was it fun. looks very similar, but it's got subtle nuances that are did you know the, the, old house house? the, you the old house I, right? I was in both yeah of them. yeah all right cool it was yeah. i loved that old house man yeah. I, but i really love this new one you, so yeah, you yeah. told me about how you had changed <clears throat> like made the light switches in the perfect spot so you could find yeah. them all the time and yeah it's like uh the, the little things you bump into all the yeah, things moved. that we said we wish we would have we did we did yeah it was that's fun. Cool. in the second house that's, that's cool. we didn't build the first one for us i built it spec to sell just, we just kept adding on to it. Yeah, it was we, very nice. We changed a lot over yeah. all those years we were in it, but yeah. 
It was about 18, 19 years. And so you, yeah, so you're a general contractor by... Certainly. I've been yeah. building houses since I was a boy. And, He's amazing. And so always to support my ministry. So Did you therefore, hear me say you're amazing? Even when I, yeah. Okay. Even when I became a, pa- a contractor and then a pastor, and then God told us to start the Father's House Church, I... I've never really wanted the church to pay us, and so I haven't. We've always made our own living outside, like a tent maker, like Paul, and uh, to be no burden upon the church, and we weren't. Mm -hmm. And so the church has grown. The philosophy has grown. It's filled in all the blanks, and it really is. It really would be weird for us to then now step in and say, we want a salary, we want to be paid to pastor this organization because we don't need it, so therefore we don't do it. And uh, it's the... Kind of the most phenomenal ministry I've ever seen. Ever the way it seen. operates, the way it, love it. they all take care of each other, live along the side of it's each like other. Acts. Yeah, it's really it's the Acts. It's the closest church. thing I've seen to Acts. And I, I came mm-hmm. here. Uh, my wife, she, uh, her cousin was uh, was here in the internship and and is now on staff. Lisa Kelly. Uh, Lisa Kelly. Mm-hmm. Lisa married Lisa. Uh, Ryan, Ryan Kelly. And they're the worship pastors here mm-hmm. at the they're Father's They're phenomenal. House. We came for their wedding, and it was one week I thought was going to be my California vacation coming from wow. uh, cold Canada, where we were running a summer camp. We played a trick on and, you, too. Uh, and it started with getting lost in Southside, and the neighborhood <laughs> is really rough. I had to ask directions from a man on a bike <laughs> with no tires. Yeah. Um, he also, song? I don't think he had teeth either, but no, you know, probably I was one I was or two, more, maybe I was more paying attention to the bike with no tires. Welcome to and, Southside. Uh, and all these, yeah, I, I was looking at these decrepit old buildings that I thought, you know, they maybe once were a church and is, I was thinking, is this the church that they go to or is this the church? I couldn't find it. And then so where the we, wedding's going to be. We pulled up and uh, we finally found it in the middle of the night. And it was, it's like this jewel in, in this tough neighborhood. Yeah. And, uh, and it's really, it's even in the last three years, two and a half years that we've been here, it's been expanding in different Amazing. places. It's beautiful. And uh, it is a lot like the Book of Acts Church. It where is. There's a lot of people that are, are living and working and volunteering all, Love all it. together. Um, we depend on a lot of, a lot of each other to, yeah. to make ends meet. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, we, we haven't, haven't had to look very hard for a babysitter for three kids since that we nice. got here. And that's like the biggest thing. Oh, that's for, great for, parents, for young right? people. Um, yeah. My, my oldest daughter is in the father's house Academy, which just started when schools were shutting down. Yeah, that's great. And, isn't it? and kids we opened one school. up. Yeah. So, so your daughter, Danielle, she of the master's degree from Arizona state. She opened a school for yeah. all the kids. And my daughter did. Yeah. And that's amazing. And my other daughters are in, uh, in the co-op, which amazing. is, they're, uh, they're learning just as much for littles. They're three and, and 16 months, and they're learning about Jesus every day and getting loved on. And so uh, it's, phenomenal it's, place. it's really great for me to be able to I, I attend the School of Transformation. And part of that is a placement in the business office where I help write grants and do, do the podcast and random other things. And you guys are you guys are so good. It's like your Fifth Avenue, the, the quality of the media department and what, what you guys can produce and, and every department at the Father's House. It's just shocking to me. I had lunch with someone today and they said, you know, I forget that this is not um, like a corporation like Boeing and it's like it's most of the people have come through the school and volunteers. Mm-hmm. Some have come through our recovery program and what the Lord does through us is is – incredibly yeah. world-class and it's cool to just see people i mean like i look around and what we do is special but we're we're nothing real special no, yeah individually well you but, are um 
I mean, yeah, you I are. Say it, but. I mean, Steve. Mm. <laughs> but he he can use a lot with people who are, who yeah, are willing, willing, right? Willing. So that that's basically. I mean, it yeah. sounds a little bit like a, a billboard for us, but we we pull off some really cool things. We're a church of yeah. less than four hundred people, right? Yeah. And uh, less than three hundred. Less than three hundred. Yeah. I was trying to be a little bit less eloquent, modest, but, right? Um, you can so, check us out. Just check us out. Look at look around at us. I know there's going to be a lot of people listening who have listened before, but just in case you haven't, that's that's what the uncommon truth is. What we're going to be covering in the next uh, next few months, we're going to be going through some real like foundational stuff Love that it. that Steve has has been teaching. You guys both have been teaching for a long time the the foundations of what this uncommon truth is, and they. And there's going to be a 10-part series and then a six-part series, and we're going to go through those. Sounds we'll get, fun. get into a little bit more of that later, but uh, it's just really cool to have you guys. You know, we're putting this down, and, and people can listen to it anywhere, and it's, Love it. it's really good to be a part of. So if you, uh, you want to stick around, you're going to get some really good truth. It's going to be stuff you haven't Hope heard you anywhere do. else. And, uh, and we'll keep putting it out. Yep. So. That's good. I, you know, just Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and no man comes to the Father except by him. And that's where it's a good place to begin 2021. Yeah. No matter no matter what we we decided it, we're going to talk about this week. Steve's going to bring it back to Jesus. No matter Jesus. What, so I love the name good. of Jesus. Don't you? I love Jesus. I love Jesus. All right. Thank you guys so much. We'll talk to you soon. Love Thanks, you, Max. Man. Okay. See you later.